quick start for Wales and their summer internationals, but certainly tougher tests ahead. And reflect on those on the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Yes, a good warm-up against Canada, and Wales are ready for two tests against Argentina next at the Principality Stadium. Not many changes, with coach Wayne Pivak looking for some consistency in selection. The unfortunate injury to Lee Halfpenny in his 100th international match leads to an all-change in the back three, and with Kieran Hardy starting the scrum half, but it's the same pack. Wayne Pivak explained his thinking. Just swap the halfbacks over, and they'll probably predetermined uh, set of time for those two, and then we'll look at it again next week. Happy with both of them the way they're going. Wanted to give them both a start early on. In terms of the back three, obviously Lee picking up the injury was pretty disappointing for everybody, but gives uh, an opportunity for us to have a look at somebody else at fullback, and Hallam's got that opportunity this week. Jonah saw him at uh, 15, but he starts again on the wing, which is where you know, we wanted to have a look at him last week. So, And Owen Lane being the other one, trained very, very well, been out of the game for a while. So for us, it's, it's a, again, a learning process. Give him the opportunity to put his hand up and see how he goes, obviously, at this level against a very good side. So then we'll just reassess things next week. But in terms of, of the side, not a lot of changes. We went into the Canadian game using that as a hit out in preparation so that these boys could get some combinations. So uh, we've been pretty lucky outside of Lee that uh, everyone came through that first game. Just in terms of Tom Rogers, uh, when anything he can work on from last week, which obviously drops out the squad? He enjoyed his first start. He uh, learnt a lot. You know, there are a couple of errors in his game which he'll be working on. He's been working on in training. And general fitness levels, I think a lot of the guys are finding that uh, what they do in terms of preparation at club level, um, they need to be uh, a little bit fitter for this level of the game. And, and he's in that category with a lot of the young players. Argentina, um, when they didn't have that convincing a win over Romania, but what are you expecting from them this weekend? Uh, yeah, big step up for them. That would have been a hit out. Bringing their squad together, you know, they come from a lot of different areas. So, um, look, we're not too phased by that particular performance. It's it's really looking at what they're capable of. And we know that only too well looking at their matches against Australia and New Zealand. So, no, we're expecting a, a, a very, very uh, committed and a very capable side taking part on the weekend. How grateful you are that you can play at home without having to have that kind of thing in the back of your head with the COVID situation if you'd gone abroad, for example? Oh, look, we would have loved to have gone abroad. What you've got to realise is we've been in the same hotel pretty much for months on end now. And you look forward to testing yourself away from home. We haven't had that opportunity. The New Zealand and Japanese tours were, were taken away from us, as well as Uruguay and Argentina. So we're disappointed about that. Certainly playing at home is something we love doing and uh, it's something different, playing training in the heat that we've got here today, for example. So, yeah, it's, it's a different challenge, but um, we certainly do miss not being able to travel. You spoke about you know meeting some of the players you hadn't met before. I'm just talking about in terms of the growth of some of the players, especially the younger ones. How pleased have you been with, with that? Yeah, really, really pleased. Um, everybody's shone up really well in terms of the workload and no one's showing away from the hard work that's uh, been put in front of them. As you saw on the weekend, some of them got a taste and did very well, I thought. You know, learning's for everybody and we keep uh, rolling that saying out, but that's exactly what this series is about so that we can then settle on a squad going forward with a view of the Rugby World Cup in 2023. So I've been really impressed with everybody, uh, whether or not they get to play in a test match. We're learning a lot just in the training sessions alone. We're definitely um, building the depth. Um, there are some players that have put their hand up, and we, which, is, which is great for us going forward. 
because sick and row for argument's sake is well documented with Jake going and, and now Corey going. With Adam Beard, Alan Wynn and Will Rowland stepping up, then it was a, an opportunity for young Ben Carter and, and others in this group. So and I think uh, we've learned a lot. So I think we're in a pretty good space. We've just got to keep giving these guys some experience so that when it comes to the World Cup, you know, they're not one or two test matches in there sort of in double figures plus. Three changes to the side. Is that, was that pre-planned, like you said, to to give the, the side a chance against Canada to, to get their feet under the table and then go against Argentina? Yeah, well, it was a, a sign of respect for our opponents in Argentina with what they've achieved in the last 12 months. And we know it's going to be a very, very tough series. So to get a game under their belt first and get all the, the nerves and the, all the firsts out of the way in that Canadian week has been a plus. And then, you know, what we didn't want to do is have one side then throw in 19 changes for the next and 19 for the last one. So we're going to get a bit of continuity. Look, we'll reassess things after this test against Argentina. There may well be some more changes for the last one, but we wanted to give them a good opportunity to go well and put their best foot forward, if you like, in this first test against Argentina. So the hit out against Canada, uh, for combination's sake, was was what we were after. Ono in lane is a guy who, when he can string some games together, looks very threatening at, at regional level. Um, what sort of opportunity is this for him personally? And you know, how excited are you to see him get out there in a Wales jersey again? Yeah, well, if, if my memory serves me, his two test matches he's had to date were probably against Ireland in a World Cup warm-up and then uh, would have been at the World Cup. So um, on both occasions, I thought he did really well. So you're right in terms of the injuries and he hasn't had a consistent run. And of course, he got the red card. So we left him out of the, the Canadian game and just worked him hard on his fitness levels. He's worked really, really hard over the last two and a half weeks. And so we're giving him an opportunity, which he's he's going to relish. He's like a cat on a hot tin roof. So with the injuries he's had, he, he's really looking forward to this opportunity. So hopefully he'll go very well. What are you hoping that he can bring to this side? I mean, he's, he's a big guy who can move at speed. He is. And, and, you know, we know what we've got out there in South Africa with the Lions. We've got some pretty exciting back three players. And, you know, now it's an opportunity for these boys because we need to be two or three deep in each position and uh, back three is no different. So young Tommy's had a go. Jonah gets a second opportunity, but first on the wing, really, with Lee's injury. We have a look at Owen. So we'll be in a good position at the end of the series to sort of knuckle down on a, on a squad for the autumn series. One of the changes is scrum half Kieran Hardy starting. Nice to be back in the nine jersey. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, obviously, last time I was here, it ended um, with an injury, and obviously, I couldn't play a bigger part in the end of the Six Nations. So, it's obviously great to be back, um, back and given the opportunity this week to wear the nine shirt, and possibly for the first time in international rugby in front of friends and family as well. Yeah, it was uh, pretty special last week to do it for the first time, and everyone will try and come across the three games, and it'll be pretty special to have uh, family and friends there across uh, those three games if selected. So. No, it was definitely something um, I've thought about a long time and it was great to finally have them there and it was a really nice occasion to have finally have fans. And Argentina, what are you expecting this weekend? Yeah, definitely a different test from last weekend, a real test match this weekend. I think uh, they're a very physical team. Even that's got a couple of good results in the last couple of months. And they'd be pretty happy with that and um, the boys are relishing the challenge. You know, they're going to be physical, uh, big kicking game and um, big opportunities for us, particularly in uh, the counter-attack and we've got to match up physically as well. Obviously, in terms of the selection of what happens, but Petrano, the scrum half, somebody that you'll know from um, the Dragons uh, who's played in regional rugby? Yeah, definitely. I think um, he's, he's done pretty well since he's come into the Dragons and um, 
you know, he, he suits the way that Argentina want to play, particularly with him and Sanchez probably to expect to start at uh, Mozart as well, uh, their kicking game and how much speed they'll try and bring to the game. And I think uh, the boys will be prepared for whoever plays and um, hopefully we uh, manage the field and manage the game better than they can. Argentina beat Romania by seven points last weekend. Would have, most people would have probably expected them to put a few more on the Romanians. Can you read too much into that performance? Um, I, don't, I don't think so because um, we've had a look at the last couple of games. You know, they, they drew with Australia twice. They've actually beat New Zealand once. There's a couple of occasions last weekend where they probably could have scored a few points and they left the tries out there. Um, and we've definitely seen that. But I think they'll be more prepared for this week and um, they'll see it as a real challenge and a real chance to put in a good performance and test themselves against us. Winter is talking about how, you know, it's probably going to be a bit predetermined the, the time that you get on the field and before Thomas comes on and vice versa for the following uh, weekend, perhaps. How are you viewing that little rivalry that you've got going on with Thomas at the moment for the number nine shirt? Oh, it's great. Um, it's great to have competition in um, your position, definitely. It definitely makes us both better players and even Lloyd as well coming in, you know, someone else to push us and just um, that competition in training only makes us better players and you know even if it is a limited amount of time and a specific amount of time on the field then I'll do everything I can to make sure my performance is correct and um, ensure that the team's performance comes through uh, my energy on the field and what I do. What's your relationship like with Callum Sheedy obviously the, the halfback so you control the, the game pretty much between the two of you what do you make of his game and what do you like about playing with him? It's pretty good for me. Um, pretty good relationship with Callum. I uh, played with him in Jersey for a couple of years. So we know each other on and off the field pretty well. I think his strengths, obviously, you've seen a lot for Bristol this year, and particularly last week, his running game and how much he puts us on the front foot. So uh, it's great to play with Callum again, uh, someone I'm really comfortable with. And hopefully we can uh, put in a good performance between us and uh, put the teams in the right area of the field. So the halfbacks have a pretty deep relationship. But as it turns out, Callum Sheedy goes back a long way with quite a few of the Wales squad. As we'll hear, he started by reflecting on the Canada game. It was good fun, you know, really good to get a start. Uh, something I thoroughly enjoyed getting that game time under my belt. Yeah, we probably started a bit slow when there was areas which we want to improve on. But on the whole, considering it was our first run out as a, as a fairly new group, yeah, we're pretty happy. Um, obviously, we know we're going to have to build a lot and improve a lot to, uh, to face Argentina this week. But yeah, happy with the first start. You, Callum, slightly different role this summer, starting obviously in the Six Nations, you were coming off the bench, something you're very used to with Bristol, obviously. Uh, how are you enjoying that role at the moment? Getting that sort of game time in the saddle is, it's, um, you can train as much as you want, but sort of getting out there and getting that game time is, is invaluable. And yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. Obviously, the Six Nations, I was learning a lot from, from Biggs. And, you know, again, those experiences and learning from someone like him was massive for me. But, you know, any chance I get to, to be able to start is, is massive and something I want to grab with, with both hands. But, you know, there's plenty of competition here. So, um, it's a big task to keep hold of that tension. And Argentina and possibly Sanchez, what are you expecting um, from them? You know, you look at their recent results last year and, you know, beating the All Blacks and drawing with Australia, we know that they're a massive threat. You know, like you said, with Sanchez at 10, they sort of steers the ship and, you know, they've got plenty of talent there. You look at their team on paper, there's world class from 1 to 15 and the bench. So, yeah, we know we're going to have to be at our best if we're going to beat them on Saturday. And these are the games you want to play in. You know, you want to play in these big tests. You want to sort of test yourselves against the best out there. So, yeah, we're buzzing as a group. Because yourself and Jared, this is the first time at a Wales squad level it's been the two of you. Ben's a bit more flexible in his positioning. How far back does that rivalry go? We're presumably talking Blues South, Blues North, pretty junior levels. Yeah, well, it was a long way before that, actually. I remember playing Jared at under-10s. I was playing for St. Peter's and he was playing for Ponte Clean. You know, everyone would say, oh, Callum v. Jared, even at that age. So, 
listen, we're really good friends off the pitch and we got on brilliantly. So, yeah, this it's great that we can have that sort of bit of banter and on the pitch it's very competitive, but that's the way you want it. And it always has been with me and Jared on the pitch. We'd go at it and, you know, it'd be great competition. And off the pitch, you know, we'd be great friends, having a laugh, having a bit of crack. And, you know, that's the way rugby should be. So, yeah, we you know, we'd like to think we're really getting the best out of each other, not just in this camp, but since we were 10 years old. As it went on up through the age groups as well, you ended up, you made the decision to to go over across to Bristol and England. Was that partly because he was there? The Blues seemed to be favouring him. Was that part of the decision? Like you said, it was Blues South and Blues North. So we weren't actually in the same team. We've never been in the same team before. It's always been separate because he was obviously from Ponty and I was from Cardiff. But no, for me, the, the chance to go across the border was just literally just because obviously Millfield was such a great opportunity that I couldn't turn down. And then... The Bristol just sort of happened from there. There was no cynical thinking on who's in the position of the Blues or anything. It was just sort of went with the flow and, and that's the way it happened. And as it has happened, me and Jared have managed to get, you know, plenty of game time over the years. And, and now we're in a Welsh squad together, which is, you know, the perfect outcome. You've stayed good friends all the way through, I suppose. That helps you now with that rivalry in the Wales squad. Yeah, definitely. And I really enjoy watching Jared, you know, when I'm watching rugby and, and the Blues are playing. I love it because I love the way he plays and, yeah, we've kept in constant contact even when we weren't playing much at 19-20 and we were third, fourth choices and wherever, we'd still always message and see how each other was getting on and stuff. So, yeah, we've constantly kept in contact, which I guess is is good because it's easy when you play rugby, you play with someone and then you don't speak to them for a few years. But with Jared, I guess we see the game in the same way. We're quite similar players and, you know, we both have the same sort of philosophy on how the game should be played. So, we've always kept in contact and, yeah, we've always sort of um, seen how each other's getting on and it's nice to, to be in the same squad as him now. Going back into history again, obviously you've got that relationship with Jared, but you've also got a pretty long-standing relationship with Ben as well. You're pretty tied in with everybody. Yeah, I'm actually uh, good friends with his brother, Luke. He was in my year in school and right through Corpus Christi, we played together. For St. Peter's, we played together. Ben was in school. Ben's actually best mates with my best mate's brother. So it's all linked. We're all, we're all linked. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's good to, to catch up with Ben as well. Interesting stuff. Now, second row, Will Rowlands, who's joining the Dragons, celebrated with a try against Canada. So, how did it feel to get over the line? Um, yeah, it felt good. <laughs> I've kind of averaged about one a season. So, you know, this year, I think about two for the season. So, Prolific then. Mm. Yeah. How did you enjoy the weekend? Uh, it just seemed to go well. Yeah, I think it was a, it was, it was a really good day. It was... Um, by and large, like a good performance from us. Good to get a, an emphatic result and start off yeah, the summer series on the right foot and build towards you know the next two weekends to come. And your partnership with Ben Carter, only 20, uh, seemed to have gone well. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was great playing with Ben. Kind of very mature heads for a 20-year-old. Thought he uh, dealt with the occasion really well, played great. So yeah, looking forward to hopefully playing with him a few more times for Wales and for the Dragons. This summer, you've come in well. You're obviously starting with Ben, senior, senior player. Obviously, Corey Hill, Jake Ball, Alan Wynne-Jones all away. Is it a sort of different vibe within that second row place at the moment? Yeah, it is a little bit. I mean, obviously, there's some some very experienced guys who you take out of the equation and suddenly um, perhaps some of us, like myself, a bit less experienced internationally, you know, suddenly moving up the, moving up the pecking order in terms of, you know, having a bit of bit of influence, bit of things to say. It's been, yeah, I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. I think it's been, it's been good for me. It's been nice to, to sort of challenge yourself a bit more. A bit of a different atmosphere, a bit of a different experience, yeah. With Ben, presumably when you went up against him in December, did you know anything about him? Um, not really, to be honest, no. Obviously, he's done very well, and I think it's just uh, it's an example of 
you, know, you get opportunities in sport for whatever reason, and it's just on you to take them. And all credit to Ben, he, he did that on the weekend. So he doesn't come across like a 20-year-old 20 20-year-old 20 guy, I'd say. Uh, he's, yeah, as I said, he's got a pretty mature head on him. Yeah, seems kind of methodical, diligent. Got all the attributes to go pretty far in the game. Wayne said last week that he, he thinks the move to the Dragons will help you to sort of hopefully hit that next level in Test Rugby. How do you think it'll help you? I agree with him. I, I hope so. I mean, obviously, aside from having to come back, go come to play in Wales to continue playing for Wales, it, I, I definitely saw it as a positive. You know, trying to do those Six Nations campaigns and being dragged between two places is is pretty difficult, particularly if you're trying to, you know, call a line out or establish yourself in the team. You're missing weeks, you're missing days training. It is a tough ask. So I am, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about hopefully being here the whole time, um, getting picked to play for Wales, playing well for the Dragons, being around the Welsh camp the whole time and putting my best foot forward as a result. And it's pretty exciting pack you'll be part of. I mean, you've got Elliot, Leon, the back row were all on last weekend. It's, it's a good chance, isn't it, as well, to build some of the Dragons? Yeah, I mean, it's an exciting group and, yeah, hopefully I can add a bit and play my part to the squad moving forward and like getting, getting some good results. Yes, he's suddenly become a key player. You could have said the same for fullback Lee Halfpenny, who was celebrating his 100th international match against Canada before suffering a serious knee injury. Backs coach Stephen Jones reflected on the news. We were devastated. It was the first time Lee got the ball in the game. He carried the ball back and unfortunately he picked up a, a knee injury which requires surgery. It was very unfortunate for Lee. We were all gutted because he's... Such a wonderful player, as we all know, but absolutely fantastic person. And uh, yeah, it was a tough one for everybody concerned. Even more so, given that he was reaching that milestone, uh, 100 test appearances between his Wales and Lions caps. Yeah, the guy is a fantastic professional. He's a class act and uh, standards he sets in the environment, how he pushes things forward, ambitious to improve all the time. And when you've got a player of that manner and a person who is top quality and you're right, it was a special milestone for, for a guy who's worked incredibly hard and had an amazing career and has still got international rugby ahead of him and uh, to have to leave the pitch so soon was uh, was unfair on him. He's battled back before, I mean, one remembers that injury suffered against Italy before the, the 2015 World Cup, that was very unlucky, uh, so that nothing to say that, it, that he can't show the character to do that again. One thing about Lee is he's mentally tough, he'll do everything in his control to make sure he recovers and comes back as, as soon as he can as well. You know, he's a superb professional. He'll take every box from that uh, perspective and uh, it'll be nice to have him uh, back with us as soon as he can. You brought an Irene Owen in from the Dragons. He featured well recently in the, in the Rainbow Cup. What about his development, the fact that he now is getting his chance? Yeah, and it's great from his perspective to come into our environment to see how we train, how we play. Uh, our philosophies but you know from a personal perspective it's great you're looking at an iron to see what his skill sets like how comfortable he is as a ball player in traffic and how comfortable he is at playing at speed so it's a great opportunity for us as coaches seeing a lot of young boys come in and seeing how they adapt and uh, having a look at their skill set and uh, it's a great opportunity for us. listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. All the best in his recovery programme. Finally, the under-20 Six Nations carries on in Cardiff. It's the final round of games next week at the Arms Park. 
Wales suffered a heavy defeat against England, but it wasn't necessarily representative of the game and the effort, a young side just unable to cope with the forward power of the men in white. After the game, Graham Gillespie spoke to coach Johan Cunningham and captain Alex Mann. Alex, uh, unfortunately that was a pretty tough night at the office. Uh, yeah, it was really tough. Um, just uh, disappointing for the boys really, because uh, we deserve more. We just got to keep going now and look forward to the last game. That's all we can do. The first half they had 70% possession and you held them to three tries, so you must be pretty proud of the defensive effort from you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of the boys' defensive effort. I can't, I can't much ask much more of them. And like I said, we're a tight group, so we'll stay together now. So uh, Scotland to finish off, looking forward to that one then? Yeah, can't wait. Uh, last game, uh, last hit all together, so we're all looking forward to that. And how important is it to finish on a, on a winning note for you guys? Uh, massive, because uh, like I said, we deserve, we deserve more. We worked really hard, so it'd be massive for the boys. And we just look forward to Scotland. So, Johan, it was a tough night in the office for the young lads. Yeah, it was, but I think we can be really proud of our performance, especially going down to 13 men, which... Never easy. Never easy, and if I'm honest, it's a bit of a funny rule that is at this level. You know, this level should be about understanding about performance, and that's a bit of a schoolboy rule, but it was out of my hands. But, but yeah, the boys can take a lot of pride out of that. First half, you got the ideal start. Sam Costello knocking over a long-range penalty. You must have thought, yeah, this is going to be a good night. Yeah, we started well, but again, it's just a massive work on for us. We didn't, we didn't manage the possession terribly badly, and the dam is going to burst eventually. When uh, you give that much possession and tell you to a quality side like England, because you you spoke uh, before the game about keeping the ball away from close lineouts, etc. That didn't happen did it? after Sam's penalty straight down the other end. They score and saying yeah. that seventy percent possession in the first half for them, and you kept them down to three tries. So you must be pretty pleased with that. Yeah, very well. As I said, you know, the boys were excellent in their pride, their effort, which is a given at this level. But then it's just being smart with it is the is the learning. Not giving away those penalties which give sides like England those ins and, and they're obviously they're very powerful up front. So from your point of view, any bright notes? Yes, I thought um, Cameron was good when he came on the bench, he's really good. Rhys Thomas went well in, at lock. Sam Costello was excellent for me tonight, not only just with his uh, attacking opportunities but also defensively his workers for the roof. Yeah, Rhys Thomas uh, was pretty prominent in the lineups as well, wasn't he? Brought us a good solid base there, credit yeah. to him. Uh, did a lot of work in the, in the week with uh, T.R. Thomas and um, they gave us a good source of possession there tonight. I know you don't like to single out players but someone like Reese, he spent the whole last season in the squad never got a game he got his first game last week as a sub and this, tonight came on as a started as a second row so someone like that shows perseverance can pay off at this level doesn't it? 100% and, and there's a credit to him as well like the, he's, he's kept working hard and it, it, was a, it was a special moment when he was named on the bench last week and came on and uh, the emotion in the team room when he was awarded his cap was special and yeah. well you could see it from the boys when he came on yeah. to the pitch they were you know, encouraging him and, sort of and he said he deserved his start tonight and um, he played really well so next week hoping to finish off with the win against Scotland 100% you know that's our goal I think if we can string together and finish off some of the passes of play we did tonight hold on to that final pass hopefully we can uh, we can trouble them yeah. But they'll be hoping to finish with a victory next week to finish on a high. So plenty of reaction to that and the game against Argentina next week. But until then, from the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, goodbye and stay safe.